Howdy. Welcome to the Hawaii Show. My name's Elias, and I am your host. And I know it has been a while, but tonight I just um, felt like taking the time to record this because I really feel like the Lord's been stirring something in me uh, recently. Uh, a lot about um, how particular He is in every detail of our lives and also the plans He has for us and what it means to wait on the Lord. Uh, and this comes from a place... It's been an interesting season. It's definitely been uh, learning boundaries, kind of realizing that I'm in a stable place with my walk with God and feeling uh, okay enough to venture out into just like my old music I used to listen to, like I used to listen to country music a lot, but just being aware now I know what conviction feels like and being able to step out and uh, to lean on the Lord, but to enjoy some of those things that are not just like for music wise, again, going to that example that are not just strictly worship and praise music um it's been fruitful it's honestly been quite eventful and in it uh i recently had a conversation with somebody a friend about marriage and plans for future i have a lot of these conversations it seems like because it is definitely something that's on the back of my mind at all times uh especially coming from such a worldly background uh I only joined the church like about a little over a year ago now and really like gave my life to Christ and started, got filled with the Holy Ghost, baptized Jesus name, really started just like this transformation process. And before that dating was like this little thing and it included all sorts of things that are not godly and not biblical. And so there was a lot of learning curves there. And uh, throughout this year, I feel like I've learned a lot, but I just, I can't quite pinpoint it. It's just so interesting how sometimes we definitely don't see where God's taking us. And yet God continually reveals to me that I'm where he wants me. Uh, For example, a very small example. I just read the five love languages and I was hanging out with some friends this past weekend. And me and my buddy Nick were going, we were at Chick-fil-A eating lunch. And we were talking about the love languages. I was asking him about it. We were talking about it, talking about my parents, all these things. And after we sat down, we look at this bulletin board sitting next to us. And this is after we already started this conversation, mind you. And it says, our love language is chicken. (laughs) And it's such a small thing, guys. But those are the little things I I just feel like the Lord puts in my path. And I'm like, okay, God, you are with me. You are hearing me. Uh, even when in times or just like despair or feeling of disarray and prayer, and I just feel God's touch on me at church where I just feel the overwhelming, uh, presence, just overcoming his mercy, just pour out on me. And I start weeping. It, it, it is powerful. Um, this past Sunday, I had a very real experience at service. Uh, I was weeping at the altar. Like I just, there was just something in me and I, I just felt God's presence and he's so apparent during the season. And yet, uh, the best way I could describe this season, if I'm being quite honest, is, uh, I had a, in a small group, I had a member discussing how sometimes there's plan A and there's plan B or not even road A and road B. There's two different paths we can take. And we often want to take path A. We want to go on road A. We want to walk down this road. This is our plan. This is where we feel like we're called to be and where we think God's leading us. And we, we start marching and, all of a sudden we find ourselves on path B because that's where God's placed us. And if there's any better way I could explain what's been happening this past season is a lot of, you know, I plan to go this way, Lord, and you are taking me the other way. 
and I am submitting and I'm walking in it. It definitely was met with some resistance at first, but continual submission to the Lord because I do trust that he has a plan and that he's working all things for the good. I just, it, it took me a moment, I'm going to be honest, and it definitely took some uh, some talks with the Lord, some very serious moments, especially even at church this past Sunday. A lot of that altar weeping was dealing with the Lord on wrestling about what uh, has been happening. A lot of different direction in college, different ideas, different thoughts going around in my mind of where I might end up, uh, my future living situation, and where I might be moving to, who I might be moving in with in the next year or so, and maybe even sooner. Family, uh, recent decisions, having to make uh, bigger decisions of people that are close to me and, and removing and dissecting who I allow into my daily life and how it affects me, but yet still remaining Christ-like in it. It's been a lot. It's been a lot of unexpected turns. Even at work, um, getting removed from an assistant teacher position to now a floating position, which is not certain where I'll end up at all. I don't know what if I'll become a permanent full-time teacher or not. And it's very much been a lot of just trusting the Lord in uh, what's been happening. I know that was that was a big personal spiel, but it was, it was a build-up to this. Um, during this struggle in this time, it, it's definitely put me in a place of testing of faith, of all right, God, I have faith in you. And I learned a lot what it means to have faith and how faith doesn't necessarily mean we're just 100% certain all the time. I heard uh, my pastor, someone quoted my pastor today saying, uh, it's impossible to have faith without doubt. If you have faith, it's only natural to have doubt. Because if you are 100% absolute about something, then there is no doubt, then there is no need for faith because you are just certain of it. And how a lot of times our walk with God can leave us in those moments of doubt. And we often can consider ourselves... uh, unchristlike or far from God when we start to take these doubts and uh, let them let the ramifications of doubts really get to us in our hearts and our minds when in reality having faith in God uh, is facing those doubts and going yes I do have doubts but I trust that the Lord will provide I trust that the Lord will work it out I an example of maybe not uh, having faith would be having these doubts and starting to manipulate and to turn things for your own way, your own will, your own way, starting to change course or quit and move and do something crazy. Where in reality is, it's like, all right, Lord, where would you like me? Um, for example, with work, I got moved into a floating position a few weeks ago and it actually probably was the best thing that could have happened for me. I was able to go into different and teach in different classrooms and find an age group that I very much enjoy teaching that I hope to have a future in, God willing. And so, like, even just little things like that, it's so interesting because there's been so many times where I just feel so lost. I'm walking through my days, and I feel like I'm bumping things left and right. I feel like I'm not, I have no way. I don't know where I'm going. And I'm telling you day by day, I feel like God is carrying me. And it's so interesting because constantly I'm able to see uh, these different things that God does. And I I try my best to write them down. I call them peace markers. Um, It's just like the smallest things. Uh, Recently on February 19th, I was earlier that week, I was playing my guitar and just felt like playing it, playing some worship music. And I tried to uh, play Gracefully Broken, but the chords were way too hard. The chord chart I found online. I was like, well, it sucks because it's stuck in my mind and I couldn't even sing it. And then this upcoming Sunday, I had to play for our college ministry and our worship leader uh, actually transposed it to an easier chord chart for me. And then of course I was able to play with capo and like, it's such a small thing y'all, but that 
like that song gracefully broken i love that song with a deep passion and like being able to play that on the guitar it, it touched my heart during that worship set and it, it's just the little things where like i didn't even expect god to come to show up show out in this i didn't even like it, it just happened uh this sunday i i very much could have explained my own demeanor my heart feeling that past week was heartbroken i even said it to somebody that morning before i went to church and I come to church, worship's wrapping up, I weeped, and he met me, the Lord met me with mercy and grace, and it felt so good to be, just to soak in his presence uh, in a corporate setting, it was great, but then my pastor opens the sermon with Psalms 147 verse 3 in the New King James Version, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds, when I tell you I started crying again, <laughs> like it, to the word, the Lord met me, um, and it's so intriguing because it's so intriguing. There is last week, uh, this is February 18th. As you can tell, the day before I'm writing again, I, there's another thing. I woke up feeling very little faith. I was just struggling. I got in the shower and I'm just talking to the Lord. And I'm like, Lord, I, I don't know what's happening. I feel like I'm being defeated right now. I cannot. I, I'm lost. I don't know what's going on. I feel weak. And I'm talking to you and I see you, but I feel so weak and just, I can't figure this out. And I started just voicing my opinion, which I think is great when you're talking to God. Start saying how you really feel because that's that's what he needs to deal with. You need to bring it to him so he can deal with it. Um, and I told him, I, I told the Lord that I don't know what it means to wait on him. I, I've heard there's the song, Wait On You by Maverick City. There's the verse that says, wait on the Lord and it'll give you strength, it, it, um, Isaiah forty forty eight. Like, it is so interesting because I was like, Lord, I just don't understand what this means. And I, when I tell you 10 minutes later, I'm scrolling on Instagram and I, a post comes across. I follow a lot of Christian accounts. And um, it was talking about the difference between uh, waiting and being forgotten. And it was King of Solomon is the Instagram tag, the, the username of the guy that posted it. And he says, many times God tells us to wait in a place and we confuse waiting with being forgotten when it feels like that it's taking a long, uh, it's taking too long for the promise and we see others being picked up. We replace faith with worry and worry will talk you into leaving the place God placed you. We're not behind. We're not forgotten. God knows where you are and he is faithful to bring what you and him talk about to the past, uh, talk about to pass. Um, the example he used was a kid being left in a store in a certain place while the dad walked away he said stay here i'm gonna go do something i'll come right back for you and while the dad was gone the kid moved and left and it was talking about how the kid was not forgotten he simply just didn't wait on his father to come back to him and grab him he he left him in a place for a purpose and when the child became worried and moved that the father hadn't come back uh he the child would move and then the father would come back and be like, why did you move? I told you where I left you for a purpose. And that's how our, in turn, we're meant to wait versus when we get worry and anxious and we start to move versus waiting on the Lord when he's placed us in a certain place. Um, and again, just another example of just seeing God in the little things, continue to work, continue to do things, even though I don't quite understand the plan. I'm going to read a few verses. Uh, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, one of the most famously quoted for this uh, topic. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prop prosper you 
not to harm you, plans to give you hope in a future. I often look to this verse for encouragement. Uh, there's Esther 4.14, perhaps you were born for such a time as this, which is also very interesting because that verse uh, recently, especially when it comes to my friends and stuff, it's just God using me in ways I never expected him to. And I think you have to be really be careful in during those times where, you know, there there's certain situations. I went to the coffee shop today. I had the day off because of uh, ice on the, on the street and on the roads. It was just bad ro- driving conditions. And when I went to the coffee shop, I fully expected to go sit there and sit down and read my book until my buddy showed up later to chat. When I got there, I ended up talking to two different people from church that happened to be there about God and having some very intense conversations where I feel like God was just kind of flowing through me and speaking on things um, and also receiving some very needed encouragement that I didn't even realize I needed. And again, God using me and putting me in places without even me realizing makes me think of for such a time as this where I find my friends that are struggling with their faith or struggling with questions and I'm able to provide and give an answer off of a book I just read or something I just recently studied. Uh even for our college ministry, point two forty two at our church, uh, one of my classes at Urshan taught me about the the importance of vision and mission and the difference, but the the requirements of having them for any good ministry to be successful in God's kingdom. And we just last week did our vision and mission statement for the ministry. Again, God just continually placed me in places that I don't, I may not expect, I may not understand, but yet God has purpose in all these things. Uh, another verse, Romans eight twenty eight. <laughs> another one that I frequently quotes myself. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. Again, you are called, you fill the Holy Ghost. You are chasing God with your heart. He places you in places and sometimes it doesn't feel like it, but we end up realizing it. Um, and so all I'm just saying in all this is there's not a big lesson here. I guess it's more of a reminder almost. I just felt heavy to say this, that it's good to wait. It's good to pray and wait. And God hasn't forgotten what you said. Your prayers don't go unheard. Uh, He listens very closely, actually. Like my love language book, I wasn't telling him, I'm going to read the love language book, Lord. I think this is what I'm going to read right now. I have plenty of books I could have picked from. It's just the one that felt right. It's the one I was interested in. And that was really hitting my heart when I read it. And I ended up talking to so many people about it this week, even my own parents about it, and being able just to dish out advice. And then the Lord, with Chick-fil-A, just that little thing, that little sign, talking about love language is chicken. Such a small coincidence, and I completely believe it was God. It shows that he cares. He cares about the little details in our lives. Uh, there's been multiple times where I'm, I'm hungry, and I'm coming home from a long day at work and I don't have food and I don't have the money to go buy food. And I come home and there's just food for me. Someone picked it up that I live with, like just randomly. Or there's just enough left at dinner. The other night I came home to two chicken wings and some mashed potatoes. Just enough to fill me up when everything else was already eaten. Like it, it, God continually provides. He cares about those little details in our lives. He cares that we are cared for, that we're happy. But there are times where he allows us... Uh, um, I'm trying to remember. I think it was a lyric... Something I heard, and it's talking about when it starts to rain, and sometimes we get wet. It rains, and we expect the Lord to put up the shields and protect us. But sometimes we get wet, and that's an experience. It's a learning curve. It is a process. And it's just, this is just a reminder. God has not forgotten you. He sees you where you are right now. 
He sees if you're struggling or if you're doing well. He knows exactly what you're dealing with. He's dealt with every type of temptation, uh, struggle, hardship, and more than we could imagine, actually. And so when I tell you he understands what it means, he understands. And so this is just a reminder that God knows the details. He hears what you're praying about. Make sure you bring it to him in prayer. Make sure you sit down with him and you go, Lord, this is what I'm struggling with. This is what I'm dealing with. These feelings towards this person. I, I, I hate this person. I can't get over this feeling of this person. He'll deal with it. Lord, I'm struggling in temptation. I'm struggling with uh, following your word, staying holy. All right, he'll deal with it. Lord, I'm struggling with lack of faith. Well, I'm pretty sure there's a man in the Bible that said, Lord, help me with my unbelief. God deals with these details. He cares about them, but they are there for a reason. And we need to allow God to process and uh, to form us as he would like to, not as we'd like to be formed. There's a certain quote that actually comes to mind. I I felt like the Lord gave to me um, recently. And I was having some prayer at the time and it just, sometimes when I'm praying, I feel like the Lord just kind of lays a message on my heart. And this one was actually talking about Jeremiah 29, 11. It was talking about uh, the potter's house, which actually talking about Paul on the road to Damascus, but Jeremiah, the book of Jeremiah, there's a uh, part of it that's called, talks about the potter house. And basically to sum it up, uh, how God is the potter and we are his clay and he molds us and he mars us and continually perfects us. It's that process that we go through of becoming Christ-like and we will continue to be in process to the fullness of Christ until he comes and returns. But the what I'm going to leave you with, uh, God's the potter. He, he is the potter. And we don't mold ourselves. We are molded. And so, when you're facing something this week that doesn't quite seem to make sense, you're facing a hardship and you're going, Lord, this again. And you're going, Lord, are you even listening? Can you hear me? When those moments come where you just don't really understand why something just happened, but it did, you don't have an answer right away, I, I just, I challenge you just to step out in faith and tell the Lord, I know you'll work it out. And to trust it, to lean on it, to cling to it. Because reality is he will. If you think back to different situations you've been faced with, I'm sure the Lord's worked it out before. Things work out even when we can't see it. And that's the beauty of it. A lot, uh, one other lyric that's been quoted quite a bit to me lately has been uh, Waymaker. Even when you don't see it. Even when you don't, even when I don't see it, you're working. Yep. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. Never stop, never stop working. Yeah, that one. It's been stuck in my head. <laughs> um, it, but it's so true. And I think these verses uh, that I read earlier are just a good reminder uh, that there's a, there's a purpose. And so I want to leave you with Second Peter 3.9. It's a great one. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. There's purpose in everything that happens in your life. Do not take the details for granted and do not think that the Lord doesn't know your details. You are loved 
more than you can imagine by Heavenly Father. That is so, so good. And if you're listening to this and you don't feel like you have the biggest faith or you don't know a whole, whole lot about Jesus, I know there's a lot when it comes to the Bible that brings questions, especially for new believers. I just challenge you to look at Jesus, look at the Gospels, the Gospel of John, and just to focus in on what Jesus believes, what he teaches, what he stands for, and try talking to him each day. I promise you that will get you on track to figuring out God's will for your life and getting in on it. Because I promise you, you will be blessed more than you can imagine. There is nothing else. There is no other source, no other thing that can bring you the pleasure and the grace and the peace that God does. All right. Well, I hope this uh, brought some hope, brought some guidance for whatever you're going through, and at the very least brought you some peace. And uh, thanks again for listening in. I look forward to the next episode. Until then, God bless.